Hello, everyone, and it is, yes, once again, midweek positivity, midweek motivation. Yeah, no songs this week. <laughs> I got a list, though. I got a list. You know, you see, I got, I got it. See, this is why I wish I was Jeff Bezos. Well, I don't wish I was, well, you know, I wish I had his money, not him. I, you know, not an attractive man. No offense, no offense, but... He's not. I uh, wouldn't want to look like him, no. Uh, but I would love to have his money, though. If I had his money, I would buy the rights to a lot of his music just so I can play it on the podcast. And then you wouldn't have to worry about searching for it on Spotify or Apple or whatever, whatever you're using. Because then you could just listen to the podcast and listen to the tunes. Then you could just plug in the, to- the podcast and get the tunes in all of its glory. But sadly, you're stuck with my voice. How is everyone doing? It is a beautiful day. You know why? Because you got up this morning. You woke up. You're halfway there. You're halfway there. Toughness. To me, what defines toughness isn't is resilience. Isn't that person that wins all the time? I can't learn from someone who wins all the time. Maybe they have the winning formula. Or maybe they get a lot of help. I look at those individuals who, whether they got had a lot of help or not, them or them and their team, they, they get down, but they get back up again. As Les Brown said, if you can look up, you can get up. And I just think that that to me is toughness. Why do people love the Diaz brothers, particularly Nate? You know, I think with Nick, he's just, he was just real good. And what he did, he, we knew that going in, he's going to give whoever he fought problems. In the case of Nate, we see him catching the beat down. <laughs> you know, we see him catching the beat down. You know, and I've been following those dudes since the very beginning. So I could tell people like, no, nah, he's probably not going to win this fight. Or, yeah, but he should win that fight. Or, you know, not really difficult when it comes to uh, predicting, uh, particularly Nate. Uh, but the thing is, it's his resiliency. He's never out of a fight. There's no quit in him. And people think that when you, when you take a loss, to me, it's not a loss. We're in a fight. The only way to get in a fight is if you stood up for yourself. If you're, and again, when it comes to an actual physical confrontation, I always recommend avoiding it. Avoiding it at all costs. Learn how to run. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you know, first thing you learn in, in com, you know, I was in the army. So the first thing that you learn is, you know, you need to seek cover. All that in your face and getting close up. But no, you need to see cover. Okay. But um, to me, it's all about just the intestinal fortitude, just to no quit. You're catching a beatdown like Nate, catching these beatdowns, but he does, there's no quit in him. The thing is, Anna, did you, did you step up to the plate? Did you know that you have cancer? What choice did you make? Now, to me, there are times where I'm like, look, especially when you're dealing with a, a disease, I just look at those people who just said, kept on going, even if it was their last day on this earth. You know, two rounds with cancer, third round usually doesn't bode too well. I've Cancer and diabetes are two diseases that I've had to deal with since as long as since I've been born. I saw the effects of diabetes. It's not, you know. Oh, my God, people in my area, you know, they want to call it the sugar and treat it like it's a rash. And I think that's because doctors make the mistake of saying certain disorders and diseases are manageable. I hate that word. I hate when they say that. There's no such thing as manageable. You're probably going to die 
that's probably how you're going to get taken out of this earth. And every day is a fight to prevent it. Period. It's not manageable, man. It's not a business. Okay, you can manage a business. It is hard as hell to manage any kind of disease. And the, but those are the people, the, those who were down um, and got back up, those are the people who uh, I love listening to. Why did you not quit? You have a perfect reason to tap out. Why not tap out? And to listen to those individuals to find out how come they didn't tap out is fascinating to me. You know, uh, me, I just keep going because I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm here. And now it wasn't always like that. Wasn't always like that at all. Okay, when you talk about tapping out, I actually did years ago. Or I tried to anyway. And it didn't work. So it's like, okay, well, maybe I'm here for a reason. I don't know why. But didn't work. Could have been because I screwed up. You know, thankfully, I'm here. I got to see so many beautiful things. And I never forget that day when I was at my worst. Because it's, it is a reminder every day. You know, I never thought I would live past 30. And where I come from, shot, stabbed, raped, beaten. Yes, as a man. A lot of people think that's only reserved for women. No, sorry to break it to you, but no, that can happen to anyone. Where I come from, sadly, it has. And uh, yeah, to have survived that for something that a terrible plan that I had years ago not to work, thankfully, and that I'm still here, it's a big deal. So, you know, it's, and every day is a big deal. You know, and I'm one of the, when people say, well, if you do this, you'll live longer. <laughs> I laugh at them. Like, to me, there's no such thing as that. Every day is a blessing when you wake up, take full advantage of it, because it could be your last, period. You know, where I come from, you could walk out in the street and get shot. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter how many times you prayed to God. It's just the reality of the situation. And on top of the violence, it's, of course, disease. Uh, cancer runs in the family. Like I said, diabetes is something I've always been around. I've seen the effects of diabetes. I've seen it take lives. I'm talking type 2 diabetes. I'm not even talking about type 1. Uh, you know, it's, I always look at those people who just, no matter what, keep going. To me, that person who wins, what am I supposed to learn from someone who wins all the time? Seriously. You know, and then a lot of these people, especially celebrities, you see them and, and the reality is they were born into money. I guess you can make more money if you were born into it. Bezos worked at McDonald's. Ha! Whatever, man. His, his parents had money. He had, therefore, he had money. Gave him money to start Amazon. Man, it doesn't come from humble beginnings at all. A lot of these wealthy people don't. You know, to see someone who truly does come from a humble beginnings and keep going, keep pushing forward. You know, why do we love a Brendan Mahano? You know what I mean? Because he kept pushing forward. He kept going, going. He could have tapped out a long time ago. Couldn't get into the UFC. Possibly stuck where he's at. Picked dead last by, by the person who lost, got, his, got smoked by the champion he would have to face. I would have been, I probably would have been like, you know what, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Time for me to apply for a regular job. Um, and then even some fighters, uh, like Jimmy Flick, uh, his story, fascinating. Because it was like, you know, 
stop what he was doing, stop MMA. And when you listen to his story, it's like it's rough. And I definitely understand, especially when he talks about his father, I definitely understand that. But that being able to be comfortable and being happy, that's more important than anything else. More important than money, more important than anything else. You know, me, when it comes to money, I say, look, just try to find out, learn how to manage it. Making more isn't going to solve a problem. Like the whole rallying cry for fire to pay and all that. Making more isn't going to solve any problems. What are they doing with what they have right now? Are they happy with what they have right now? Because there's no guarantee that they'll get more in this world. There's no guarantee that any of us will get more than what we have right now. Are you appreciating what you have right now? I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I need y'all to stop what you're doing. After you listen to the podcast, of course, go to your significant other. First of all, if you have a significant other, you are lucky. Another thing I want to talk about, just real quick, I want to bring up. I know it's, it's a harsh topic for a lot of people as individuals. This is a little story. little story, okay? Friend, years ago, he was telling me, I, I stopped seeing, I, uh, we, I knew him through a business, Actually, adult in an adult entertainment business. You know, it's me and Cyrus. We we've been t- discussing that. I ask him questions about that on his podcast. Um, it's you know, it's a business, man. It's a way to make money. And I just knew people who were in it, and there you know, there are a lot of scumbags in that business. And when someone who used to be in that business talks badly about that business, listen, it's it's the negative aspects of that business. Profound. I mean, it's a lot of, of, I mean, the racism, the abuse, it is terrible. You know, when it's good, it's fantastic. When it's bad, it is hell. So I certainly understand any, you know, former sex worker, whoever who trashes that business. I get it. It, it, it deserves to get trashed. You know, on the one hand, it deserves to get supported like I always will do. But on the other hand, I understand why, they, why it's getting trashed. You know, and they're not doing that lightly. But anyway, um, so that's how I knew this friend of mine. I met a lot of people in that business who are just fantastic people, fantastic human beings. So he, uh, I was talking to him. I said, I didn't see him. The business had shut down. I didn't see him for a while. And so um, finally met up with him. And he was telling me how he, uh, he had lost someone important to him in his life. So he was going through a tough time. But that, through that tough time, he reconnected with an ex which was fantastic because she was the only one who really knew about the significant other who had passed. So they shared that in common. So it's fantastic that they got together, at least as friends. I don't know if they're still together. They find a way to reconcile the differences from before. They were exes for a reason. Um, either way, I think that that's important that they reconnect. I think that's great. Even if it, cause this way it's kind of like a rematch in MMA. I'm not in favor of rematches, but at least, you know, once and for all, okay, this isn't working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either it works or it doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I you know, always wish him the best. But uh, he was telling me about a friend of his who whose child had died. And he's very, uh, you know, he's trying to get back. In. I think he was religious from the very beginning, but he's definitely getting back in the church, things like that at this point. And his friend was deep in the church, but he stopped after his son died. And... Um, and he looked real down at between what he was going through and then his friend, because he can't discuss, you know, his friend was just done with religion, done with God, done with all those things. Because why would God, you know, 
punish him by taking away his son. That was his mentality. What kind of a God lets a child die? What kind of a God lets a child suffer? I said to him, um, hey, I, I said, look, look, as far as I'm concerned, I don't have children. But I said, I always felt that the worst thing on this earth is losing a child. You know, a lot of people talk about their own suffering. And I feel you. I suffer every day. I know what you're going through. Well, you know, some people are going through way more physically than I'm going through. So that's another blessing. You know, I always remind myself it can get way worse. Uh, But I said my my comments to him were. When he finished talking to me, I said, well, um, that's what I said to him. I said, look, there's no as far as I'm concerned, there's no other pain than losing a child. Truly isn't. However, a child was eight years old. I said, however, your friend, he may not, I'm sure he doesn't want to hear this, but he was blessed to have a child for eight years. I probably will never see a child in my lifetime, ever. At least he was blessed with that much. You know, he got to see his child come into this world. I probably will never see that. I probably will never know what that's like. And there'll probably always be that hole in my life because I won't, you know, some people don't need kids. Some people shouldn't have kids and it's not a bad thing if they don't, but still that's something I'll never know. At least he had that blessing. It's a shame, but the fact of the matter is his child wasn't destined to stay with him forever. His child was going to leave him sooner or later. He's going to say goodbye to that child sooner or later because they have to go and lead their own life. You know, eight years is a little young, but I know of children who had to leave their parents at a young age. You know, that's just the reality of the situation. You know, I I hope he finds peace. But at least he had a son. I probably never will. And, my, you know, my buddy, he... It seemed like his spirits got lifted, you know, and it seemed like, you know, look, it's a shame that whoever is in your life is gone, but at least you had them in life, no matter how long it was. Eight years, five minutes, an hour. At least you had that. Some people will never have that. Someone on this planet will trade you for your worst day. And, and also, did they leave this earth violently or in peace? He got to see, if he got to see his child leave this earth, that is a hard thing to deal with. But that's better than the alternative. You know, so, you know, and again, I'm sure that that young man was tough and fought and continue fighting until he couldn't anymore. You know, someday we're all going to go to our rest. Someday we're going to be too tired to fight. But what matters is that we did put up a fight for as short a time as we had on this earth. That's all that matters. To me, that's toughness. That young man was tough. His father has to learn to be tough under these tough circumstances. Nothing in any book, as I said before, nothing in any book has ever been stated as us having an easy life. 
period. That's one thing. If I was going to bring priests and people who are religious and scientists together, I would say, listen, let's understand something. We can all agree on one thing, and that is life is not certain and that it will come to an end. What matters is how we spend our time in between and being happy for every moment in our life. I took life for granted and paid for it. The key is to be consistent. And if I don't, I'm not consistent at anything, it will, it should be the one thing that I can be consistent on is not taking this life for granted and cherishing every day I'm on this earth, every second of the day. And remember, it can get, I know, I know you like, man, this isn't fair though. It's not written anywhere that life will be fair. If you read that book, it actually says that life's going to be hard. <laughs> you know, uh, you just got to keep going. You just have to show your toughness, your resilience, and keep going. No matter what, until you can't any longer. So, that will be it for today's midweek motivation. Stay up. Stay strong. Be happy and keep going. Guys, take care.